Hello, Tito's on the mic. Tina's talk on those brides. We can call this series 10 or episode 10, whatever you guys want to call it. You know, I go by series because each episode or each event or each person that I've talked to and I've brought onto the show, it's been like their own little series, you know? It's been nine of them so far and it's been spectacular. It's been different. And the reasoning behind today's series slash episode is to talk about all the moments that I've been through throughout Tina's talk, throughout the adventure that I decided to take on almost a year from now, you know, getting close to a year. You know, 2021, we're halfway through. Insane, insane how, how fast the time just shifts how fast it just goes by when you continuously just, you know, work and set goals and do things and, you know, obstacles come and, you know, you fight through and you keep going, you know? And you wonder, you're like, holy shit. It's, it's, it's June. It's, it's May, it's, <laughs> it was March, you know? It's been a whole year since COVID-19. It's been a whole year since all the protests, you know, against all the terror and everything that's been going on around the world. I mean, with our fellow brothers and sisters and, you know, overall what happened with uh, the gentleman of uh, George Floyd and what all the chaos that went on, you know, with the elections. Uh, all the chaos that was going on for the elections, all that. It's been a whole year since we escaped the zone of, damn, we're really scared of Corona. We're scared of COVID. And then I remember Bad Bunny said this, if you guys don't know who Bad Bunny is, he's a icon of the uh, urban Latino industry, music-wise, and even entertainment-wise. He said, May 16th, everything's gonna get back to normal. And it's like, holy, I remember that day. I was like, May 16th, actually, I was waiting for the day to happen. And I was like, <laughs> May 16th actually did. Um, quick second, real quick. I have a quote of my dog, my puppy, my son over here with me joining us. So if you guys hear a little bit of, ooh, all that, it's because of him, he's playing around. But that bunny says, May 16th, back to normal. It started going back to normal. People started going out, you know, and it's been a whole year since all of that. A lot has happened. And in Tina's talk, a lot has happened. And it brings me to talk about each series, each episode that we've had so far. And I mean, I'm on my Instagram right now. If you guys want to go ahead and follow it, Tina's talk. I'm on Instagram, a little bit of Twitter, um, as well as uh, Spotify. If you guys go on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Core FM, and you guys are able to find all the series and episodes. A lot of them, they're shaky. You know, you can be like, oh, this guy's in a way he's doing whatever. But, or, you know, you may have some things. I mean, I, I take all the critics. I like it, you know. That's the reason why I'm doing this. You know, I'm hoping that the people that I have contributed so far can come back onto the show, and that would be amazing, right? It'll be like a part two. And I've told him, hey, come back and we're gonna make it happen. And and 
I'm excited. I'm excited. And like I said, if you guys go on to those uh, resources, sources for me, for you guys to reach me, uh, you guys are able to get an input of, well, what is this about? Um, I'm learning l l little by little, learning day by day. It was with Leo that I started my intro. And Avid Pro Tools reposted his photo. It was a, it's a beautiful picture. I believe it was taken by either Crawrod TV or I'm not sure who it, who it was, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Crawrod. Um, it's a beautiful picture. If you guys go into Avid Pro Tools, recording studio, mixing, whatever you want to do. In regards to music, hit up my boy Leo. He'll get you right. Beautiful studio, right at home. Ain't nowhere else to be. I recorded there my first intro, and it was it was beautiful. It was it was different. I mean, Leo was there, and he, <laughs> he knew he was what he was doing. He was listening to my idea. He was listening to what I had to bring to the table, what I wanted, what my vision was, you know. And at the same time, you know, COVID was going on, and we were trying our best to you know get through. At the same time, he had his own things going on, so he was able to do the intro for me, and it was great. Remember, just explaining the reason behind why I want to do this, the reason behind the goal, la meta, you know, what I want to bring to the world, what I want to bring to the listeners. Just genuine talk, genuine talk between individuals is just when I express what they do, what their passion is, you know, what my passion is, experience some of their passions, you know, and expand their business through word of mouth. They talk about everything. And there was more to talk about, which, you know, it will make it more interesting when they come on to, you know, round two, season two, whatever you want to call it, of uh, Tina's Talk, because we're going to keep going. We're going to make things work. We're going to keep looking for resources for, for people, looking for ways of, expanding the local business of the DMV to expand, you know, local entrepreneurship, local charisma, you know, it's all about wanting to see others grow. And I haven't spoken to Puppy 14K. Kevin, I remember it all, the first snippet with him. It was like, the first time I saw him, it was like, okay, we're gonna get this done. And then he came out of nowhere and he was just dressed, you know, he's the kind of guy that just likes to dress in Yeezy, dress in Supreme. He was, he's a pretty fly guy, you know, you could, you could see by him that, that he got a little something going on. And I wanted to bring him on the show and it was like my first series, my first episode on Tina's talk and I wanted to bring him on by looked very interesting and it was going to be interesting because uh, it was about shoes, it was about fashion and uh, growing up, you know, I was never really interested in, oh my God, I want Jordans and all this. One, it was it was very difficult to get them. You know, you have to ask your parents, you know, oh, go buy me some Jordans as a kid, you know, it's not like they were interested in them. You know, I come from a background where, you know, we're from El Salvador, we come basically from something, but almost from nothing, you know? So that wasn't on their mind. It was like, you're gonna be dressed however you're dressed. But as a kid, you start seeing things and you start seeing certain, you know, trends or whatever you wanna call it. You know, as a kid, you don't really think. And I remember, you know, getting my first Jordans, you know, wanting, getting my own money to go get my own Jordans, getting in line with some friends to go get my Jordans and to this day, I, I think I have one pair of uh, Yeezys, and it was special because 
you know, he's from El Salvador. He came from El Salvador at an older age than I did. And he grew up with his grandmother. So it was a very good connection. And he took us to uh, like a parking lot where they were selling shoes. And it was pretty dope. I saw many phases. It was like, everybody was wearing masks and it was a little different. It was like the first time that I actually went out and I saw people. So it was it was cool. It was, it was great. Uh, shout out to Papi. Uh, underscore 14k i got i got it right now huh but yeah it was a good experience we met uh, one of his friends one who also had a has a bunch of collections of shoes and i actually follow him uh, i think his name is juanito you guys know my father you'll be able to find him and um high beats it was it was a good it was a good episode we recorded that one at leo studio and uh and i remember you know it was a it was a snapchat filter that came into my mind that I had seen and it was the uh, anime. It was an anime uh, filter and I decided to put it as the cover for the podcast. And it was pretty cool, it was pretty dope. You know, I had hair. It looked like they put a little too much hair on there and um, it was pretty dope. It was it was definitely dope and um, I decided to just put it on there. And it looks beautiful, I think about it now. And recently Bad Bunny came out with a song um, it's called, what is that song called? Yonaguni, I think. Yonaguni, yeah, Yonaguni. He came out with a dope ass song. And at the end, it's like his animated voice version. He's just walking through like this beautiful forest of cherry blossoms. And <laughs> it's beautiful. I mean, if I could do like a reaction of this video when I first saw it and I first, you know, listened to the song, it was like beautiful. And at the end, he ends it with, a, with the Japanese, uh, some Japanese talk, man. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful song. Um, so the anime came came from Snapchat filters, and I'm not even a huge fan. I'm not gonna front here and act like, oh my god, I know all my details. The only animated show that I probably watched was uh, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z was uh, was pretty pretty dope. It was like you would look at it. I remember all that when I was a kid, you know, and, uh, Gohan and all that trunks. You know, my brother's a big fan. He got it all tattooed on his leg. So, I can only tell you that was like probably the only animated show. Yu-Gi-Oh! wasn't too much of a fan of. Pokemon was okay. I mean, um, who didn't like Pokemon? But anything else, I just did not. It didn't attract me for some reason. But as I'm getting older, you know, it still is not that I'm not, I'm not attracted to it. I do hear it. It's really trendy, but I don't know. The picture looked pretty dope without the animated. But then when I saw it with the filter, I was like, let me just add that. And boom. I think I even put that it was, uh, let me see. I think I put the filter was from Snapchat. A Snapchat filter, yeah, animated filter art, yeah. <laughs> I had to get some credit because, you know, hey, it was just something that I thought off the bat, but I did see that and I was like, that would be pretty dope. And he came out pretty cool. It was a good episode overall, good series. Uh, I'll be excited to see what's going on with him. and. Um, it was pretty dope. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about shoes. I learned that you can you can come up quick, or you know if you don't if you don't take a if you don't take caution, you're gonna take advantage of you. I remember that too. So <laughs> pretty good talk. The next talk was pretty very interesting. I learned how to shoot a gun for the first time. Um, I was never with the guns. I was never without the guns. I mean, growing up, you know, it was always like. You know, fists, you know, I knew the guns were bad in a way, like, you know, they were in the hands of the wrong people. You know, if you had a gun, it was almost like self-defense. 
uh, growing up in El Salvador, you know, I don't even think a lot of the people that come to guns, most of the criminals used to use, you know, knives. You know, so in my mindset was always like, I don't know, I didn't really think much of it. You know, but with things going on nowadays, you just never know. And, you know, in my opinion now, it's, it's very important to be safe and practice if you do own a gun, practice and know how to use it, know what to do with it, know that there could be, you know, consequences if you don't take responsibility the right way, you know. You know that it could take someone's life and I feel like practicing to defend yourself in a moment of like, oh, I can kill somebody or in a moment of, oh, let me defend my family and at the same time, you know, be able to manage the situation and not allow this person to either take my life and I'm gonna try my best not to take theirs. Because at the same time, it's like, I don't know how it is to kill somebody. And I don't want to know how it is to kill somebody, but if it comes to terms of it, I'm going to find out. And it's like, I don't, it's, it's going to be tough. Killing somebody's probably tough. I don't know what is in the mind of a, of, a, of a real criminal, but I know that it could be, it could suck to like do something like that. At the same time, even though you defended your people, it's just like, it could be, it could be tragic. It could be traumatizing. So you just never know. So at the same time, you got to practice how to not get to that level, how to not let those things happen. And I feel like teaming up with uh, Miguel and his people, his, uh, I believe it was Spear uh, Defensive. Um, teaming up with him, Miguel, uh, Bearded Bra, Blackbeard, if you guys want to follow him on Instagram. It was dope, it was great, it was magnificent. It was, it was like everything I wanted when, I, when it came to like wanting to shoot a gun, you know? We were able to shoot a, a, a rifle to uh, uh, the Glock was pretty dope. And it was like, I experienced the first thing ever, like in my life. <laughs> I didn't want to stop shooting, you know, the target and learning and listening. It was almost like, wow, like I needed this in a way. I wanted to learn this. And, you know, Miguel was such a well-spoken person and he helps the community, you know, in regards of you know, wanted to learn, wanted to teach him the right way of maneuvering, you know, stance-wise, you know, mind-wise. He's, he's a very, very good person. Um, and he means well. So if you guys are interested in wanting to learn, don't hesitate on hitting me up or hitting him up directly. Again, it's Bearded Bruh or Blackbeard, his professional Instagram. Uh, to make things happen. Uh, Eric came on. Eric's a good friend of mine who helps me out with uh, some camera uh, shots, uh, some photo shots. Sometimes he helps me out with some design, graphic designing. And he also has a company of uh, Thrifty. Thrifty company, you could call it. <laughs> it's Thrifty Easy uh, on Instagram. If you guys want to go ahead and follow. Uh, he was able to come with his girlfriend and... Uh, her cousin. It was, it was great. We had a good time. They were able to shoot as well, and no regrets on on learning. And I'm excited to go again because I've been spoke, speaking to Miguel. I've been speaking to him, and and I believe it should be happening soon. We're gonna go ahead and talk and and make it make a round two of it because it was worth it. 
and I'll be more than happy to make it happen once again. I came up with that episode because I wanted to teach others who were, who were interested in shooting guns, just like I was. And as I said, it was beautiful, it was magnificent. It was great, Miguel was such a great teacher. And I was coming up with the name, we were thinking about Juan Wick, because <laughs> he said that was, that was his name, but we decided with Gunner and it was my first time actually using my own equipment because I had bought mics and the audio mixer. And because at that point I couldn't really use the little studio because it was super busy. And I understood, you know, so I felt like I needed to get my own equipment, you know, no Mac or anything like that. It was it was very difficult. <laughs> it was very difficult. So, you know, before I I even did episode three, the second one and the first one weren't even on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Anchor. You know, I was really just putting it on Instagram and seeing if people will go ahead and just watch it from there. But it's very difficult to do that because Instagram, you know, it's not Spotify, like where you could just have it playing in the background. So I felt like I didn't like it. So I felt like I needed to expand, I needed to do something else. So I was like, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, how do I do that? And Anchor FM came out of nowhere and they were like, boom, this is how you do it. So then I decided to download, you know, a software and to edit my podcast and learn. And Eric taught me a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And little by little, I'm learning, right? So I have my equipment. So I made episode three and I never really posted it. Episode three of, um, you know, the fighting helmet. You know, his name is Brian Cochabamba Jiu Jitsu MMA trainer and He's an expertise at what he does. And I was excited to bring him on on episode three, series three, and, and talk about, you know, what he's done. Cause I, I knew him from high school. And as we talked on the, on the talk, when we had their conversation, you know, he, I knew him from, from the halls, you know, I knew him from the halls. You could say that, you know, it was like someone you would look and you would nod and someone you knew, you knew someone of, you know? And he was my friend's friend, uh, he was my brother's friend you know, he, he was pretty dope. It was pretty cool. And then I didn't know anything about him knowing about MMA or anything like that, fighting or, you know, whatever it was uh, that I, you know, inspired him. I didn't know any of that. So I want, I saw him on Instagram and I was, hit him up and I was like, hey, I really want to bring you on to Athena's talk and we can talk about, you know, what you got going on. And, and he was happy about it. You know, I had a little tumble before we did the talk and I went to, he took us to his house and and he had his own little mat, his own little gym and it was super, super cool. I liked that I was impressed. I was like, wow, we're coming to your house? This is crazy. You, this is yours? Like, wow, I was, I was really happy. I was happy to see that because it was something that he started on his own. It was something that he, that he's a vision that he sees and that it's going well. And, and shout out to, you know, Brian and you know if you guys want to follow him his personal one is Torch Sage Brian uh, and by the professional and his gym uh, Instagram name is Cochabamba MMA Cochabamba MMA look him up on Instagram if you guys want to learn any martial arts MMA Jiu Jitsu or any just rapping moves he's the right man to go to um, it was pretty, a very interesting talk. I liked it so much because uh, I was able to see, I'm not a big rapper when it comes to fighting. Um, I've had a lot of fights, you know, in school back in the days, middle school, 
you know, taking a few losses and, you know, it's, it's like you learn, you know, even recently, I think I believe I had gotten into a little argument at a, at a bar or somebody sneaking me. There's always somebody sneaking, you know, there's always somebody trying to get you from the back. And it's like, how do you, you gotta learn how to like do the crazy rapping shit because it will come in a long way, you know? You, you can defend yourself that way when, when you're getting, you know, attacked in a certain, in a certain, in a certain way. And, and I was able to, you know, to talk to him about his story. I was able to talk to him about his story, how everything went about him wanting to learn. And, and he has, he has so many medals. His goal is to reach the highest way possible. His goal is to just get up there. You know, his goal is to just be able to achieve everything. He, he's, hungry, he's a hungry guy, and uh, I'm sure he's going to be a very good teacher as well. And the kids that he has, it's it's great. I'm excited to see what's next. I'm excited to see what he has planned. It'll be interesting because I've seen his Instagram, and he's growing. He has kids coming into his gym, and they're training, and... You know, again, shout out to him. Big round of applause because, you know, teaching kids, it's, it has to take guts because you're teaching, you know, little minds. <laughs> and he told me that that was one of his major goals and he was excited to do that. And I was happy to do this episode, this series with him, you know, because he's just an individual that, you know, I look up to in that, in that regard. And I felt bad in a way because I was like, damn, I never posted it. I took a pause because I just, I was just going through a little bit of everything. And, you know, it came back to, I didn't know how to put it up on Spotify or Anchor or anything like that. So I didn't want to do it on Instagram. I wanted to just like do it differently. And then I took a big pause. And I remember taking that pause and I was like, I got to get back to it. I got to go back. I got to do what I, what I started. And, you know, there's other things that I want to do. There's other projects that I want to create, there's other, I just wanted to. And I think I took a long pause because let me see how long this took. It was on March 20th of uh, this year that I decided to pose again after October 28th, 2020. So that episode, that series of uh, Fighting Hermit was supposed to be dropped like days after or you know October 31st it would have been a great day but you go through things in life and somehow you don't manage you know time manages you in a way or your mind manages you and you just kind of like take a pause but I remember speaking to Marcelo you know airport towing on airport towing talk which is actually number four and he said don't take a pause you know, just keep going. I remember taking that pause. It was like, damn, I gotta go back to it. I gotta go back to that pause, to, you know, to unpause it. And I was able to find out on Anchor FM and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And I was like, send it. So the first episode, the first series that I sent out in the air was Fighting Hermit. And right after that, I did Three, two, one. I did Fighting Hermit, Gunner, and then Hypebeast. It was pretty cool because I was like, three, two, one, boom. And then episode four. 
airport talk with uh, where I work. You know, airport has brought so much happiness and has brought at the same time, it's a learning experience that I'm going through with them. A company that, you know, has been around since 1983 and that is inspired to grow even now. I mean, it's been years since they've been in business and they want more, they want more, they want to expand and and they've been able to do it. You know, I've been with them for two years and a half and it's been great. At the same time, you know, I've learned, I've, we've been through it. We've been through Corona. We've been through falls, you know, fall downs. We've been through so much, you know, with them. They've been able to help me a whole lot, you know, be always appreciative of the amount of work that they've provided for me to do because work, job, your job needs to be something that you have to enjoy doing, you know, you have to look around it and you have to adapt in a way of, I can do things this way. I can do things the right way and I can do them things my way and I can do things the way they want me to. That way it all flows the right way. And anywhere you go, you gotta give a hundred, you know, but don't always stay or don't always do what may be crazy right for others, but it feels crazy wrong for you. And at the same time, don't just always do one thing, always do other things around it. You know, just live your life, do your life. You know, people go down on nine to fives or go down on regular jobs. Or like, let's say you worked at a McDonald's or something like that. You know, they go down on those jobs. I was talking about this in another episode and so much that they're like, oh, we're gonna get this, we're gonna get bread and all that. Okay, cool. We're going to get there. You know, it doesn't matter. You got to get money any way possible, every way possible. Because at the end of the day, as terrible as people may think about money, you know, it's great. You can't get things without it. You know, it's real, you know. And in this world, if you don't fight for it, then you're not, you're going to be hungry. You don't want to be hungry. You want to keep going. You want to fight. You want to get, you want to get it the best way possible. And I learned that all throughout my life. And when I met Airport, when I met Marcelo, it was like, it was almost like a click thing, you know, but I was doing my own thing. I was doing my own thing and you know, it was through soccer, it was through football. And, you know, I, it inspires me. I mean, soccer is like one of the best sports in the world. I mean, you can't, you can't go wrong with it. You really can't go wrong with soccer. I mean, you go on the field, you start playing. I mean, unless you don't want to play with the ball, you, you're not gonna have fun. I was going through a downfall. I had just been let go from my job for the first time ever being let go because I had gotten into an accident. I got into an accident and I totaled their vehicle and they let me go that company and it sucked. It sucked, you know, because it was like, damn, like I, were, I had actually had just been promoted and I was, you know, doing well. And everything was going smooth. I loved it and I was doing good. And boom, they, they just let me go. And, and I went down to a, a different location, different job, and it wasn't right because it just didn't feel right. I didn't, I didn't feel like, you know, it was it was giving me what I wanted. So, but it was what, what I had at the moment. You know, I had to keep going with that. I had to go with that. I had to do my best with it. And, but it wasn't something that I saw for long. 
And then I remember they even got, you know, a little low and they were getting ready to be like, ah, right, you gotta go too. Because, you know, it was just moments, times, you know, and it was tough. It was a very tough um, scenario. It was a very tough uh, moment of my life to go through. And then Marcelo came by and he was just, he's very cool. He really wanted to help me. And he was like, just come on by and help me out with uh, dispatching at least or something. And I came on by, hooked him out, and we did a lot of soccer. We did a whole lot of everything with Fair um, Park, and we're still doing this. We're still expanding. I'm still helping them in, in the best way I can. And they're still helping me as well. And we're, we're going at it. We're going at it. If you guys need anything from Air Park Torn and Auto Repair, we're here to help you guys in the community of Gaithersburg, Montgomery County. And even down in wherever you may be stuck, come on back to a shop where we're able to bring you by. If you got into an accident, We'll be able to fix your vehicle if it's not total. We can even just bring it by and see if it's total or not. We'll be able to help you in the long run, in the long run. We're more than just a, a company to, you know, fix your vehicles. We'll become family. And that's a fact. The server collision and fleet. You know, having that talk with Marcelo was very inspiring to hear, you know, how his father came up with this company and how he's able, he's been able to mold it into such a inspiring company, into a company that you want to see grow even more. You know, it's, you can only, you can only wonder so much about it, you know. You can only want so much from it. You know, the company, a company that that tries to help their employees the best way they can, you know, and try to help the community the best way they can, I mean, the service is gonna be top notch. And you guys look them up on Google, Yelp, and, you know, Facebook, because they're able to see all the stars and other views as well. So, you know, keep in mind, you know, that vehicles are running on a daily basis. You know, you have to be safe out there. You know, you may need a tow truck one day. You may need a whole set of assistance. You may need a shop to do your work. You may need some repairs, you know, be done to your vehicle. We're here to help you in the long run, like I said before. And the talk that we had with uh, Marcelo on episode four was ma magical. You know, it kind of opened the penis talk aspect of everything again, because I was able to just, you know what, let's bring on this big boy onto the talk and let's 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 grow let's make it grow and you know it, it's going well you know you can't go wrong with word of mouth you can't go wrong with having a talk about something positive something that came from nothing and hats off to airport torn out of repair you know again just when i look them up on instagram look them up as airport torn and you'll be able to find them Magnificent people will be able to help you in that long one. You know it. And then I took a little, I maneuvered myself. I was like, you know what? I really want to go ahead and uh, record the Classico because we're talking about football with Marcelo. The Classico was coming up. You know, Barcelona was with Real Madrid. Real Madrid won that game and I was with my cousin, uh, Eduardo, who I grew up with in El Salvador. You know, and we're watching it. We always get together for Classicals and, you know, for Champions League finals. Uh, not this year, though. This year, it was different. And a Classico was like Series 5, you know. It was perfect because we were able to do it in Spanish and I recorded throughout the entire game. And, you know, we were talking about the game. It had expressions, it had goals, it had drama. It did great. Uh, even though Barcelona lost, which, you know, was one of the reasons why they went down on the table. And the third 
you know, it was cool. It was great. Shout out to my cousin Eduardo and Manuel, you know, my family, La Molina. You know, I will always be appreciative of everything they've done for me, especially their parents. They were great. I mean, they were like a, my godmother and my godfather. I mean, it, was, it, was, it was magical. It was a magical talk. Um, which led me to, you know, wanted to expand, wanted to like, oh, I want to, I could do like a Spanish talk. I could do like a little, like a little saucy, like a little salsa on it, you know? <laughs> and then, and then custom cleaning pro. I used to work for a carpet cleaning company and I learned so much with them. I was able to get promoted. They sent me out to, to Florida uh, to get certified for some water restoration uh, license and I met Eric, another Eric, I know so many Eric's. And he was like someone I looked up to, like I wanted to learn from him, you know. I wanted to see what this was about, this whole carpet cleaning thing. You know, it was disgusting by the way. It was like some of the homes were dirty as crap. It, it, it was it was it was uh it was great. The money was good, but it was just you know, it was nasty. It was a nasty job. It was a hardworking job, you know. And, you know, Eric was always inspired to to be better, you know. He was a lead tech. He was, he was great. Very nice man. Always kept himself clean. And within, like, the year, two years of me leaving that company, uh, I believe, a year after he left, um, and then he started, you know, doing his own company. And he calls it Custom Cleaning Pro. And he does all-around carpet cleaning, all-around home cleaning. And he's able to clean carpets, uh, wood floors, tile. He's able to put tire and grout. Uh, he's able to clean sofas, vehicles, he, you know, water restoration as well. He does it all. And he even came over to the place and cleaned uh, my space here. And it was great. You know, it came out beautiful, you know, and especially if you have dogs it's important i mean from my, what i learned in the company i was working at it's very important to maintain your home so it was perfect to be able to you know bring him on by and, and to learn of the reasoning behind of why he wanted to do to do his own business and have his own truck and how it's been throughout COVID-19 for him to be able to create something out of nothing like this and and it's going well if you guys need any carpet cleaning you know any types of home services Hit up Custom Cleaning Pro, that's their name on Instagram and on Facebook. They'll be able to provide the best services possible. Si quieren a alguien que le venga a limpiar la casa, you already know, Eric Custom Cleaning Pro will be there to provide the best possible cleaning services in the DMV area. We did it in Spanish too. We did that talk in Spanish, so he's a Spanish speaker, he came from Honduras. And it felt special because it was the first time doing that, so I had to put him Temporarily, I had to put, you know, the English version and then I had to put the Spanish version. So it was pretty dope. Eric was able to, you know, to to finesse both languages and it came out great. It came out great and it made me happy to be able to provide, you know, to the community such thing because not everybody cleans their home on a, every six months or even a yearly basis. And it's very important to do so. Series seven was with my great friend, Palomo, <laughs> another Eric. Palomo and I, I mean, we've been knowing each other since, you know, high school, you know, the way we met, it was, 
I think it was in Spanish for Spanish speakers class. And, you know, he was always someone that I that I looked up to because he was always the good guy, the good kid, you know. You would like to do something bad. He was like, nah, he would do a little bit and that was it. <laughs> and it was great. It was a great talk that we had because we had just reconnected, you know, in a way, because he's such a busy man that it was hard to like get a hold of him in a way. You know, he was happy. He's such a happy guy. He's such a hardworking guy. He took over his father's company when his father decided to, you know, just, you know, not be able to, you know, continue on with it. And he's been doing magnificent. He's been providing so many, you know, quality floors to the homes in the DMV area. You know, homes in Virginia, homes in DC, homes in Maryland. He's been able to just do it all. And you know, his mindset is huge. He's been able to grow as a person, as a, as a man himself, and it's someone to look up to. So if you guys need any services to be done in your homes when it comes to flooring, you know, he's the right man to go to. Excellent floor and services. Excellent floors and services. Look him up on Instagram at Excellent Floors MD. He'll be able to help you in any way possible when it comes to flooring as well. And, you know, I'm trying to get more episodes. I'm trying to get more things to come onto the show, more people to come and share their passion, share what they do. And at the same time, share a little bit of clips, share a little bit of this and that of what I'm doing throughout the day or what I'm doing on the weekend. Like, you know, one time I went with uh, Thrifty, uh, Easy, Eric over there uh, to a flea market, and, you know, even shout out different companies that have things going on. Like, we got a baby shower for my sister and... The decoration was pretty dope. And I decided to take videos of it and just put it together and put it onto Tina's Talk, the, the Instagram page. It's for others to see and to be able to expand their business too, because you know, they were like, wow, how much do how much do you know do I owe you? And I'm like, nothing. This is you know out of me. You know, this is something that I like doing. You know, and it's it's something that I love. I love doing this and you know, be able to help people, be able to help others, you know, expand their businesses is there's no other way, you know, to help. I mean, just like you're helping other uh, homeless people on, out on the streets, you know, in any way you can. You know, you gotta be good. You gotta be. You don't have to be bad. You know, you know what's good and you know what's bad. You know, we grew up in this world and we're like, holy, you know, we try our best to be the best person that we can. You know, we know what's good and we know what's bad. We're gonna be sinners regardless. You know, I'm a big believer in God and and you know. Uh, I accept anyone for how they are, you know, regardless of where you come from, regardless of what your belief is. Just know that, you know, you're welcome in any way. And my thing is, I want to go ahead and inspire others to just come out out of their shell or, you know, inspire others, you know, to learn something new because at the end of the day, I'm learning something new. I'm learning from these people. And, and it was such a, an honor to be able to create these last series episodes with them because it's special. It's like I could literally just jump up to season two, but who knows what had what, what we got a hold of it, you know? Who knows what's there? Who knows what's next? You know, sometimes things just come and then you just gotta keep going. You know, and I'm excited to just keep bring them more. Just like the like series eight, how series eight happened, it was like, dude, the Manchester City and Chelsea game. I have to do like a series about that. I have to I have to bring in two fans from each team that can talk to me about the game, that can talk to me about their clubs, that can talk to me about their passion behind it. 
And at the same time, I love football, I love soccer. I mean, <laughs> me encanta, I love it. You know, I, there's no way that I can't make this happen. Series eight, let's make it happen. I hit up my boy Fabrice and I hit up my boy Adrian. Fabrice, he's a Manchester City fan. He has his own YouTube channel, Family TV. Look him up on Instagram as well, Family TV on Fabrice. Um, and it was great. It was, be it was great because they love to talk. I met Fabrice because of Adrian. You know, soccer, because of football. We were playing. We were playing at the sports place over there in Rockville. And, you know, he's such a good player. You know, Adrian, I've known for a while since, you know, eighth grade. You know, we grew up together in a way and we were playing soccer all the time with our friends, football. And, you know, to bring them to it was special because it was going to have a good, it was going to be a good discussion. And it was the first time doing it on Zoom. It was going to be a little tricky. But at the same time, it was going to be possible. We made it happen. We had a good talk. My voice was a little shaky because of um, how, you know, it, because of the tone. I think I was in the same room with Adrian, but it was still good. It was still great. I, I loved it, you know, and the game was going to be before, like six days beforehand. And I dropped it on a Sunday and the game was going to be next Saturday. And, you know, and for Series 9, I decided to record myself with my friend Eddie, Thrifty Easy. Shout out to Thrifty Easy. You guys need any clothing, any types of vintage, any types of sportswear that you may not be able to find anywhere. Thrifty Easy is the man to go. Make sure you check him out. Thrifty underscore easy on Instagram to be able to see the best of the best that he may have. Series 9, it was about the Champions League final. I was thinking, I was like, Sheesh, how do I make this happen? And it's like, I'm sitting right now. I decided to just put everything together right on the table, on the, uh, on the coffee table here. Put the tea on. Shout out to Kevin Martinez. Kevin is, he was able to provide me with some equipment to be able to watch the game. We started watching it. He came by, was like, yo, hey, I need, I need, I need you, man. I need you to come by. I need you to come watch the Champions League final with me. I can't go watch it with my cousins this, this year. You know, we got Manchester City and we got Chelsea and I just had to talk and I want to go ahead and just, you know, keep at it and bring in, um, you know, Series 9, you know, and I want you to, ha I want you to come on as a Manchester United fan and I'm a Barcelona fan. Let's, let's come on. We've been here before. We've seen, we've seen, you know, both teams come out on top, you know, I've seen Barcelona come out on top twice against them. So he was like, ah, right, let's make it happen. <laughs> great talk, great game very exciting it was almost like the classical um this one was different though it was like very like wow wow as you know with the champions league final it's super special you know the classic was special too but this one was a little saucy you had two clubs there was a lot of drama going on there was a lot of injuries there was a little bit of everything and it was we were able to mold it we were able to make it happen we were able to make it work and Eric, uh, 50 Easy, was able to just execute. You know, we were, we were able to talk, we combined it really well. And, you know, it will lead to further episodes with him because he's a big help to me. I want to give him a big shout out because he's he's still there, you know, he's still with me. He's seen my vision, he's seen what I wanted to do. And I see his vision too, because I know he has a bigger vision than what he's doing right now. And I'm excited to see what he got coming. For sure, these have been the nice series of nine episodes so far. 
This will make it 10. On Tina's Talk season one, I have yet to find out if I'm gonna wrap it up and do a whole season two or just keep it going. Series 11, series 12. I think I'm gonna keep it going because numbers just gotta keep going. They're infinite. You can't put a stop to something. Don't put a pause. Just keep going, like Marcelo said. Keep your head up. Don't let anything drag you down. At the end of the day, you, all you got is yourself. If you have a goal, create something. Make it happen. It's okay to be stumbleish. It's okay to have your little down days. But don't let that down day drag you along for other days and days and days to come. Because you're never going to get out of that pump. You got to keep going. You got to keep finessing. I had a great time doing the last nine series. It was magnificent. It was great. And I'm excited to bring more. This is Marcelo Martinez. Marcelo Tines. Tines talk off the mic. Blessings to all.